Hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm fantastic, thank you very much. I'm just sitting here eating corn cakes for no real reason. Yeah, amazing. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it does that's the job. That's the job. You're supposed to give over your airtime for other people's art. You can't be pimping yourself out all all the time. No. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, you're in a position of power, aren't you? So why not give it to other artists? <laughs> I know, I thought I'll just I'll just remove your power. I'll just be quiet. <laughs> It's out. It's out. It's out. It's out. And it's a mini album. You know, it's not all about the size. It's the quality. Uh, yeah, possibly. But I, I don't like to call it uh, an EP. I like to call it a mini album because there's because uh, of the comic book and all the rest. It's a lot bigger than just the songs. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, everyone. Well, all Death and Gloria albums, all of humanity die out completely. That's that's the that's the thing. That's our uh, unique selling point. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah. I think if you know what this end is, you can enjoy the journey a little bit more. Exactly. Uh, it's called Death and Gloria 2 Death by Admin uh, and we follow the the last five days of a little office worker as he accidentally destroys humanity through a series of minor admin errors and while he's living this treachery on a job he hits, he daydreams, and those daydreams are our songs, and he's daydreaming about parts of his life where he disconnected from the stuff around him. So, um, like, things, things that happened in his past, and that's what the songs are about, and that's what the music videos are about. I... 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 All right. Well, uh, yeah. Hello, folks. My name is Kalina Rin from the band Death and Gloria. I live stream. I create um, rock music, comic art, and animation about the end of humanity. And I am going to take over this entire show today. Amazing. Um, I haven't actually got the link up to the show, so I can't see any um, comments. Uh, well, that was pretty bad, bad, bad juju of me, really. But there we go. Um, so I have been doing this till since 2017. 
I started this band alone. I am alone in the world, so I am. Um, and then on this new album, I decided I didn't want to be alone anymore, so I uh, got some session guys in. So I can see now that we have Call Sharp, Soul Function, Soul Function. Okay, I should have audio back now. Not to interrupt, go on, go on. I don't know where I'm going. This is fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was doing this alone since 2017. Um, I uh, was a one-woman band, but I've now got session guys in. I've got a drummer. I've got a drummer and a bass player, and uh, we're rocking out. We get to rock out. No, that's great. To play three Do you generally just stop what you're saying to sing the last thing you said all the time? <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> only when it's funny. Okay, so you don't do it when you go to like Asda or something like that. Nah, they don't deserve it. <laughs> oh. Asda workers <laughs> have been working on the front line. The, yeah, the, they don't need one. they don't need my crazy. They they have <laughs> enough crazy to deal with. They don't need my crazy, you know. Okay. Why don't you introduce first song? What we've got uh it's called Battle Stations. That's well you're introducing it now. You introduce uh, Battle Stations. I was just letting you know what the song was. Just oh, in case okay. you weren't prepared. In case I didn't know what the first <laughs> song of my album was. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, that, that sometimes happens right enough, but there's only five songs, so it'd be hard to forget. Um, yeah, this song is called Battle Stations. Uh, I originally wrote this pretty much the weekend of the London riots in 2014, as you'll remember. Uh, and I wrote it because I. it's really about Northern Ireland and the situation of growing up in Northern Ireland and just being scared of the fact a war could possibly erupt around you. And I was a little bit worried back then that London might turn into the same thing. In, in a different guise. Was same that, thing. Was that the Lee Rigby ones? It was just after uh, the bloke yeah. got his head chopped up. Yeah, I was in Woolwich uh, for that. Oh, it were you? Great. Yeah, it was some beautiful, was great, yeah. great some fireworks then. <laughs> Yeah, so um, where I grew up, we had we have a silly season, um, the July weekend, and you know, Brighton Street is kind of it's almost a national holiday. In fairness to the Northern Irish, so I was a little bit worried that we would become the same in London. So I wrote a song about that, and it's really about the every person who's just caught in the middle, um, trying to live their lives, and they're just scared. You know, it's just about being terrified about things that are going on around you that you have no control over, really. Okay, well, let's give it a listen then.
Battle Stations by Death and Gloria. I'm just going to save myself some time on this and say all these songs are by Death and Gloria. I don't <laughs> have to introduce the whole one. All no, right. Why not? Why not? Um, can I just say that I think you're pushing out the music a little bit too hard because it was it's distorting a fair amount even at a very low volume on uh, the public side. And I know everyone's going to be way too polite to tell you that. And I thought uh, if you just turn it down a wee bit, it might sound a wee bit better. Yeah, sure. I can... I can do that. Although, no, the public are not too scared to tell me. I often get messages like, turn it up, turn it down. Uh, Usually yeah. from the gaffer. All right, so that first song you were saying was about, um, like, the London riots and Northern Night riots. But there is, like, a comic book that goes uh, with a lot of your music or music videos. You're, there's a lot of visual that you put with the music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a comic book and it has a page and it's it's got all rioters and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah when I was it, looking at that, I was looking, I was thinking more like Fight Club or The Joker. I thought this was more like a film-based uh, scene of a riot. Well, it can be any kind of riot, really. It's really, uh, yeah. If you go over to the YouTube channel and just put in "Death and Gloria," you will get um, the videos that we're t for the first three songs at least, because they're all out, and then you can see it there. Um, I, I, I'm I'm not really sure. Yeah, so because it's because it's a daydream that he can go into like crazy film ideas or whatever. I guess. Okay. So where did the idea of putting all of these into daydreams come from? Uh, well, have you ever worked in an office there, Core? No. Have you ever? <laughs> no. Okay. No. For all the people out in the world, or have you ever done a job that you really didn't have to put too much effort into? 
Uh, no, I've never worked. <laughs> You've never worked in your I've life. Never... Well, God bless you, love. I Music's mean, always been my you. thing. I've, I've been doing it years. Okay, well, well, very well done you, sir. Well done. For the rest of us who actually have had jobs in our lives, uh, most, uh, mo mo I, I don't know about most people, but I had a, an office job where, quite frankly, if I, turn, if I cut out half my brain, I could have still done the work. It, it was, and I spent a lot of time daydreaming and dreaming about all sorts of things. And that's where it came from. Like spending half your day with one eye on your work and the other eye in Cloyd Cuckoo Land. But seeing how you've been living in Cloud Cuckoo Land your entire life, you don't you, you don't understand that. That's what that's what we're at. I remember you being nicer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't like you but you guys don't like it when I'm super nice. You only like it when there's a wee bit of edge to no, it. No, I, I love nice people. Okay, I'll yeah. be nicer to you then. Well, I guess like nice people don't want to constantly kill like their entire cast on every song they do. It's not every song. <laughs> it's just on no, the last ev song. On, on the last song of the album, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot in, in the comic about uh, depersonalization, like the way they yeah. they started calling them netizens and stuff like yeah. that. Was is that just heavy throughout the album? Do you feel like we're losing a lot of who we are through corporations and shit? Um. Yes. There is that element. Um, the reason uh, our little office worker, he, he, he does a good job. You know, he does just enough of the work. Um, but he is being, he doesn't want to get involved in the office shenanigans. He doesn't want to be involved in the comedy, you know, the office parties. Or being told that he has to be happy in a job he doesn't really like. Because it's just a boring admin job. Um, I don't know. So basically, reading the comic, he doesn't seem like he's putting the effort in. Well, he was quite enthusiastic at the beginning, and then he just he's just disconnected himself now completely. He just doesn't care at all, and he, they don't sack him because he just does just enough work not to be sacked. Uh, the only time I saw him actually put some effort in was when they asked uh, people to call him KK. It's like you're giving yourself a nickname and wondering why people don't want to talk to you. Are people not allowed to have shorter names? Like if someone's so, called Samantha, would you not call them Sam? No, yeah, 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 that's fine. But you, you earn that nickname for your friends. But he chose the name KK. That's but that's his name. Uh, you're being very what harsh if... on the guy. Like he just wants, he doesn't <laughs> want to be called a Mr. Kesby. No, that would be crazy. I don't know. Something about short-haired brown Mr. people. Knight. They just annoy me. I think. Short-haired brown people. Wow. No, no, no. Wow. sorry. No, short brown-haired people. <laughs> that makes a big difference in what I'm saying. Short, short brown-haired people. Short brown-haired people. Okay. Yeah. In in males, not not short-haired brown people. Uh, black people are allowed to have whatever hair they want, and I cannot make a comment on that. Okay, but people aren't allowed to choose their own names. Is that what you're saying? Oh, You're definitely not, not allowed to no. choose your own nickname. No. 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 All right. No, I think that but, should be earned. How do you earn a nickname? You mean you need someone else has to give it to you? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. I, I firmly disagree with that. I don't know. So you're I'm, saying I... people people can't change their names? Is that they, no? They, that's not a nickname. That's, that's a nickname. That's not a nickname. That's like an actual name. But when you get, it's like when you meet a bloke who goes, "Oh yeah, call me Blade." It's like, "Oh right, so you wear a leather trench coat? Go fuck yourself, mate." <laughs> you can't just call yeah. yourself Blade or Razor or something like that. Yeah, but. Our character is literally asking someone to call him by the two his two initials. Is that not acceptable? 
like no. there's a massive difference between KK and Blid. I mean, uh, like uh, one's is... black and one's white, and there's a whole load of grey in the middle. <laughs> Uh, so what is what's actually his name then? What's what do the K stand for? Kesby Knights. Who Kesby Knights? Yeah. See, Kesby already sounds like a nickname. Uh, that's a really cool name. I don't know why he didn't just go by that. <laughs> because we don't really talk about his name. Because we don't really talk about his name. We don't really use his name, even though his name is Kesby Knights. Because yeah. um, this, it, it it it's kind of like an Easter egg, I guess you could say. Because Kesby Nights is a song, and in that song, <laughs> the the chorus is about a guy sitting at a desk with a gun in his hand and a bulletproof vest, <laughs> and th- and that's kind of where we we get our character from in some respect. All right, let's talk about the the second song of voice. We're kind of run out of time. Uh, <laughs> it's called uh, "We Use It as a Weapon." Why don't yes. you tell us about that? So this song uh, I wrote years ago about people just being crap to each other for no real reason. So using any kind of tribalism. Uh, well, I actually wrote it about straight edgers um, beating up people who weren't vegan or who weren't straight edgers at hardcore shows. Um, that was my what's, original. What's a idea. straight edger? Um, someone who doesn't drink coffee, doesn't drink doesn't do drugs um they generally have x's on the back of their hands they're not so fashionable now but when i was writing this song they were quite quite in vogue um and it's about people just using any excuse to be crap to each other and we wanted to put that into the comic book and how we, we would translate that and we thought putting our fellas in football uniform uh football strips would obviously show tribalism quite easily in a comic book and um, the story in the comic for this song is about a guy, he's out, they're out playing, watching football and they get into a fight and someone punches someone else and the guy dies out of one punch. And this is actually a story that happened to a guy that I worked with in uh, the office that I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of his friends was murdered outside a bar with, by getting into a fight with some dude, got hit once, fell back and hit his head. So I wrote that actual murder into the story. So it, so while it wasn't football people, it did happen to someone, a friend of someone I knew. So I wrote it into the comic. So it wasn't a reference to One Punch Man? No, because One Punch Man is cool and uh, killing people on a Friday night uh, in a local bar is not. Ah, well, I lost that bet then. <laughs> All right, then here we go. I ex- I accept the state. No, that's the wrong no. song. That is the wrong, the wrong song. song. They, hang on, it's put it in wrong. Uh, nuke, ritual, use it as a web. Here we go. Sorry, my bad. There you go. You got it. I practice I'm deaf and blind. I have no faith in it. Does me alright. Could never make me any better than you. Do. And 
and that was use it as a weapon. So in the hang on. hello, hello, yes, hello, hello. I'm here. Yeah. So I liked in in the comic for this, you've um, also specifically used someone else who got murdered, um, Tiffany from EastEnders, which I think a lot of people remember was like quite an, a really depressing storyline. That's not. Oh, you mean the recent storyline? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the the golf bird that gets killed in EastEnders. Yeah. Uh, do you mean Coronation Street? Oh, was it Coronation Street? Yeah, that one. Right. For, yeah. So you know that that's based on Sophie Lancaster, and that's who's in the comic. No, uh, she was played by Maisie Smith. Uh, okay, great. Do you know that <laughs> Sophie Lancaster is the original person who was murdered? Well, she had uh, the part she... originally. No. The storyline is based on the Sophie Lancaster murder that happened, uh, I think it's like 25 years ago, on Coronation oh, Street. It was on Coronation Street, yeah. Oh, so they've done Coron this, they're rehashing the same storyline from 25 years ago. Oh, God, no, no. Are you... Right, no, no. Uh, right, so... <laughs> 25 years ago, a girl was kicked to death in a park <laughs> somewhere in England. Her name was Sophie Lancaster. She is the girl that's in my comic, and she is the girl that the the storyline is based on that was in Coronation Street recently. Was it really twenty five years ago? Because I remember seeing that when I was a kid. Yeah, you're old, dude. I'm not that. Old. I'm twenty six. <laughs> okay, not so that maybe old. maybe maybe it wasn't twenty five. Maybe it was less than that. I don't know. But there was it was definitely the anniversary, like on the seventeenth of August. So like not so very long ago. Maybe it wasn't that long. Maybe yeah. like 10 years or something. Yeah, so I started noticing it this this part of the album when I was listening to it before. Um, the, there's a lot, a heavy theme in the comic of like depersonalization where they're sort of giving them different names and stuff like that, but you're using a lot of um, first person language whilst you're singing, which is like a, a really nice little contrast, like fighting against it. Is, was that on purpose or is that just how you wrote it? Uh, well, the st the comics basically narrate the overall story, and then the songs in both albums are the voices of the characters. So yeah, they're in first person. So they're not because they sorry go on. because the because they are the voices of the character. Mm. Of cake of KK. Of KK, yeah. Yeah, it's only one letter away from a hate crime. I think that makes it even worse. <laughs> you've made it. You've made him a I white guy with two Ks. That oh my god! I don't know anyone who who would ever think that. I don't. Well, you know, you've fair, just found fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. You know, fair enough. Uh, that was not in the intention because, as I said before, it's referencing a song that's, yeah. that was. <laughs> I know, I've only just thought of it myself. Um, so, who actually does uh, the artwork for the comics? Uh, there's two separate um, illustrators. Uh, we did have Nigel Dobbin on the first comic. Unfortunately, he died uh, while drawing the second comic. So we have Sylvia Fear is the illustrator for the second comic. And she is Brazilian and she is awesome! Did, did she pick that name? I, look, I don't go into people's <laughs> background, dude. I think Sorry. it's like Freer. It's like like it's she's got a brazilian name and her artistic name is uh sylvia freer f-r-e-e-r freer okay artistic so, names yeah, she, make sense like david bowie you know, picked his own name that's fine 
Yeah, but like, what is like your name is? Is that your born name? What is core? What you were no, I was given that name. You were given that name. Yeah. People what going, "Cool, blimey, that's a handsome fellow." Okay, that's. Oh, you earned that name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you are you saying you earned this name? Is that what you're saying? By being very handsome, yeah. By being very handsome. Yeah. There's nothing I could do okay. about it. It's you obviously have a face for the radio, though, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking. We're off topic. We're suddenly not we talking. About, uh, we're, we're not talking about me. Let's get back to me. Right. What's so the who? What comes first? Does the do you work on a storyline and then bring it to them? Or do you write the songs first? What What's the process? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, I always write, I always start with an old, I've got a massive back catalogue of songs that aren't released. So I always start with one of those and then bass. That's the theme, basically. And then I build a story and then incorporate maybe some back catalogue songs or I write new ones depending on what, what flavour I need for the song. I think, like, so I've, the last two albums have been very much back catalogue stuff with a couple of new songs, but the next album will be mostly new songs because we're going to be touching specific storylines, mm -hmm. plot points, plot points um, in the next album. So yeah, okay. probably more new songs in the next one. All right. So I accept this state. What goes on in this one? Uh, so... When I quit my day job to come and do all this shenanigans, uh, I thought I would get myself into a routine of writing songs by doing one of those, you know, a song a month challenge. You know, one oh, of those right. song a yep. month, a, a song a day challenges. So you do a song a day for a month. And this song was the very first song on day one that I wrote as part of that. And it was so good that I used it in here. And it's basically just about being so disconnected from everyone that you live in a void that is lonely and you, it's it's just you in there and it's just accepting that you're never going to change you're never going to be happy you're never going to get out of this void so you may as well just accept it okay that's well yeah pre that's pretty pretty heavy it does get downplay here uh in the in the comic we've got like a heavy like mc asher vibe and a bit of phrenology in there did you I ask know what those, i don't oh. know what those words mean what? Oh, MC Escher's the, um, he's an artist who does like those stairs that go at different angles. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, they're in there. I didn't know who made them, but I wanted the stairs in, yes. Yeah, and uh, phrenology is, you know, you get those heads and they've written personality oh, yes. traits on it. Oh, yeah. So we also asked for that to be drawn in. So I did, I know off those things, but did not uh, know what the names were. Interesting. Okay, so they didn't have like a, a part in the actual song itself. Not in the song itself. Uh, for the comic, I wanted to just show a messy brain. Like, very messy, disorganized void of... Well, it's not really a void, is it? Uh, just a mess of of thoughts. That's what I was going for. Okay. What about the... Um, and, what about the... Sorry, the Wheel of Fortune sort of thing you've got going on? Because all the stairs... Yeah. Have... He's kind of just been thrown about by fate. You know, he has no real control over anything. Right. Okay. I think that's what we're going for. So you chose a '90s TV show to to represent it. Is this still going? Wheel of, it's it's not a wheel of fortune. It's one of the. It's a. Oh, this is going out of my head. You know, like a roulette. It's a roulette table wheel that he's running. That he's kicking a little ball around as well. Nah, it's definitely wheel of fortune. Roulette ones just have numbers and they're red and black with the two green ones, don't they? 
Yeah, but we took the numbers off, and the middle is—it's a roulette wheel, dude. It's a, like, like who knows my artwork better than me? You or me? Apparently me. me. It's a ru- <laughs> nah, <laughs> not. Me. You know that you may know the names of things, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's listen to "I Accept This State."
accept this state Inside this void Am I alive now? Am I alive now? I accept this fail Inside this void Am I real now? Can I feel now? And that was Accept This State. Alright, that I think is actually my favourite song on the EP. Oh, cool, I, thanks. I absolutely love that one. Especially the, the voices at the end. Excellent effect to it. Oh, and you are, get, you. you are getting across exactly what you need to with the being stuck inside your head sort of feel. That's nice. Are you? Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, are you actually eating your dinner while we're on air here? Uh, this like you're, you're no, doing, that's what you're doing. No, I finished it. I, I've been eating it during the song, so I'm now pouring myself another vodka. Oh, nice. Uh, how I see how are the biscuits? Uh, yeah, they're good. They're good. Uh, I see that you have pulled me on the on the wheel of fortune thing uh, uh, on the comic. Uh, I, I wasn't going to bring it on up. The, yeah, they're on the stairs. You're right. They they yeah. are on the stairs. Um, but I was not talking about the stairs. I was talking about the there is a roulette wheel that he that's that he's just going to be running around on the comic. Oh, so I see the one. There. You... Oh, yeah. So we're talking about we're cross purposes, but for the same thing. Okay. So we yeah. both get to be right. High five. Yeah, no. Clap! <laughs> Air five! Air five! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get on to the next bit of the, the comic. Is this based on something that you actually had to do? Cataloging biscuits? Uh, is that the next part? That's the last page, isn't it? Uh, so basically, yeah. So when I was researching this album, we asked our fan base, what are the weird admin errors that you guys have gone through? in your office jobs um and one of them was this biscuit counting although it wasn't biscuit counting so what happened was a number of years ago um a friend of my mom's worked as a librarian and the civil service brought in a thing that said any any gift over 10 pounds or any gift had to be put on a register you know it's to stop corruption of civil servants essentially mm. essentially and the library the li some library somewhere decided to have a F april fool's joke and and told um, the librarians that the magazines, the the free things that came on the front of magazines, counted as gifts. So back, <laughs> we're, we're talking like she's retired now. So we're talking like thirty, forty years ago. So there would have been a lot of gifts and a lot of magazines that turned up at libraries, right? So some poor people thought that wasn't a joke and they actually counted, went through and started counting them all. And on that gift register, you can't say like I got you know, five packets of crisps from some whatever, each packet of crisps would have to be a separate line. So somebody, some people went through and, uh, you know, itemized every single thing that was on the front of all the magazines that a library got. <laughs> or, you know, okay. So that's where that comes from. That actually happened. Uh, what um, did they write down? Uh, just like shitty warp pistol that broke after three pumps. Well, they probably, yeah, it would have been like free, free CD number one, free CD number two, you know, whatever, whatever it is that they do. That is pretty ridiculous. So, yeah, in, in our comic, our, our uh, poor guy gets a joke played on him, but because he's not paying attention, he doesn't realize that it's an April Fool's joke. 
and he's told to go off and catalog all the biscuits that have been that are in the building, but also all that have been consumed within the financial year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was meant to be a joke in the coin. So, yeah, so then he fucks off. He goes to enter the password. When when is the comic actually released yet? Because I wasn't allowed to uh, share the uh, website that you gave me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So the website the that is, you've okay. the comic canals are it. Yeah, the website that you've got is is the website people get access to when they buy the album. Right. See. Okay. See. VIP so the album, area. Got it. VIP area. Um, the <laughs> album only it comes on three formats. It comes in digital, it comes in comic book, and it comes in ID card. It doesn't come on CD. You can't buy it on vinyl. None of that. So oh, that's good. I hate vinyl. I don't when get you, it. I know. It's terrible. Um, when you buy the ID card, you scan the ID card, and it takes you to the website, which you have access to, which you personally have access to. Um, and you can also um, get a bundle that ha- that will draw. we will draw your own face into our call comic illustration and you get an id card with your own face on it and if you go for that bundle you also get drawn into album three's comic book you become did, a character in the next comic do you get to make requests like could i find out what i'd look like in your comic book if i was me but you know in a if i look like uh brad pitt yeah so basically you can ask for whatever you want on your card yeah of course you can it's your face you can do what you want what about as a furry? A furry or yeah. a fairy? No, furry. A furry? Yeah. Yeah, fur, a fur, a furries would work for the story in number three, but I don't think a fur fairy would. Although, in fairness, we could do anything. So. <laughs> okay, fair. All right, so uh, Ritual Ridicule. This, I feel, looking at it, this is the one that's going to be the most controversial of the one. Yeah, I think I think this probably what would be but i'll be honest nobody cares i know i've written controversial stuff in my previous album and nobody nobody ever notices so i thought i'd probably just get away with it on here as well uh so yeah our in this one our character again again it's about using tribalism to against people but our character is basically he he's a cis white dude he doesn't really understand the zeitgeist of these terms that are being thrown at him and why people won't listen to him or or whatever. So he's basically just, re- he retreats from society because he doesn't feel like anyone will listen to him anyway. So he just says nothing and just retreats. and doesn't okay. want to take part anymore because people are telling him he's an incel or, you know, he's, uh, like he's gets vegan shout at him for eating a ham sandwich, but he's not spouting that people shouldn't eat meat or he doesn't have any real opinion on it but people just give him grief because of who he is but he's not doing anything really he's not doing anything wrong and he just retreats away from society and that's what this song is about okay and uh, before we play the song i want to ask about the uh the pyramids that you have in the comic Uh, the stale childhood adolescent angst prejudice rejection one yes it's maslow's hierarchy yeah, it's 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 a new evolved version of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. And for all the people at home who don't know what that is, because I totally know. You don't know. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I, I do. Uh, yeah, I feel like you do know exactly what that means, but there's some other stuff you've pulled me out on. So, uh, like a humans need basic 
like protection or food would pro- food and oxygen are our first need and then it goes up to like a shelter and then it gets as you for it goes further up it goes to try you need a tribe you need to belong somewhere so our version of that is just taking it to the next the next level up all right okay cool then let's play the song which is not that one or that one mm, sorry i put these on earlier and for some reason it's changed the order there we go found it found it found it we're good we're good all right ritual ridicule boom Last ten minutes. It's been a great album so far. You must be so proud. Yeah. So, I, do you know what? I haven't listened to it in the last week or so because I've been working at festivals and all that kind of thing. And I get kind of down when I'm not working on my own music. And then um, just listening to it now, I'm like, oh, actually, that's quite good. <laughs> the production on it is absolutely amazing. Where did you get it done? 
Uh, so we do it all. Our, we record it all ourselves. Um, it was so I recorded the guitar, bass, all the vocals in my own studio. Um, I have a, a small studio space now, a commercial studio space. Uh, the drums were recorded at um, New Bucks University in their their nice live drum room. And then it gets mixed and mastered by a fellow called Jamie King, who uh, is in Salem, Massachusetts. And he is the producer for Between the Buried and Me, if you've ever heard of that band. I have not. No. Metal, oh, well. are, are they a metal band? Uh, they're kind of, they're prog, they're probably prog metal. The closest, um, Tesseract is probably around the same ballpark. Yeah, no, no, no. Rush. No. I know Rush. Okay, well, imagine, <laughs> mod, modern Rush. Let's just say that. Sure, why not? Modern, modern Rush. Oh, they were awful. Like, they don't even have a guitarist anymore. Uh, <laughs> I think they have, I think the guitarist is alive. It's the drummer that's dead, dude. Oh, what? The drummer died? Yeah, the drummer died. The guitarist is still alive. Oh, thank God for that. You are so weird. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but they gave me a radio show. Okay, so where can we expect to see you perform this? Because when you perform, you do all the visuals playing up behind you on a a little sheet, right? So yeah, yeah. Where, on a little stage. It's not a little, excuse me. It's a very well designed projection screen, and it's round. And I'm designed it myself. It's not a little sheet. Come on. I mean, compared to some projector screens you do see when you go to an office or something like that. It's 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 nothing like that. No, it's like a big round one, right? It's yeah. How round many projections? That... How many offices have brown projection screens? They they don't. They have like really big uh, square ones. Yeah, but mine can be really big and round. It changes size depending on what size of stage it's on. Okay, it was small when I saw it at the next head because it was a little stage. Yeah, 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 it was. But it gets bigger okay. than that. It can be of twice the size as that. Okay, well, you know what? You should tell me where I can see it next. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, we confirmed a show yesterday for the Space Theatre in East London on the, 8th, on the 10th of October. 10th of October? That's not too far away. Yeah, and that's our next show. Uh, we're going to be touring next year, but we can't really say much more about that right now. But there will be a tour next year. Very happy. Very Is that happy. why you've only got the one gig now? You're just preparing everyone for it. Uh, yeah, I just I want to like um, get the live stream and stuff back up again between now and the end of the year. You know, I just I just didn't want so much going on. We've already played three shows um, in July, and I just I want to just wait out this year. To be honest. So I'll we'll do we'll do a Christmas show as we always do. We do have a crew Christmas performance where it's just a very small. It's just us and uh, our followers. Anyone on our on our who bought the album stuff like that get invited. So that'll happen around Christmas. But I think that's probably going to be it for shows for this year in person. Other but I'm going to be doing weekly shows on Twitch and Bandcamp probably going forward um, from like October onwards. You can do so, live shows on Bandcamp. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can live stream on Bandcamp. Yes, you can. I, I didn't actually know you could do that. Okay. Well, uh, if, you, yeah, you can. if you send me through the details for that, I'll stick them in the, the chat for you. Oh, is, well, thank you very much. And is there anything else that we should know about going forward? Because this could be the end. This could be the end. Uh, no, that's maybe even it. the last time you're on my show because I freaked you out too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're grand. I like being challenged. You know, it's it, people ask you the same questions all the time, and you know, it's nice to you know 
feel like I'm being challenged. So it's it's good. Don't worry. Sweet. I'll come back to you for just the album number three. Don't worry. <laughs> the next Romford. Oh, when's that coming out? Oh, it's years away, probably. Um, just come over and join us at deathandgloria.com. Find us on your favorite platform. We're on all the platforms. So just all the platforms, basically. Uh, deathandgloria.com. If you want the first album for free, you can sign up with a mailing list. Mailing list. Uh, just, just come on over. Just come on over. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, why don't you tell us about the last song though? So, the most depressing one on on the album, in a good way. Uh, good, good depressing. Yeah, the song is called "Nuke the Sight from Orbit," um, and in the story, our, our our character is basically daydreaming about the end of the world. He doesn't feel that we deserve the planet or deserve to carry on because of all the crap that we pull on each other. Uh, it does have a very, uh, it has been inspired by aliens, obviously, with the title. And uh, it's basically like which species is worse? You don't see them doing each other over for a, a percentage. Uh, if you know alien quotes. Um, no, I'm more predator. Um, okay, well, get to the wrong. chopper! <laughs> yeah, terrible. Uh, anyway, so it's mostly him daydreaming about the world ending while the world's ending. Because he set off all the nuclear warheads by accident and the world is burning to a crisp while he daydreams about it burning to a crisp. So I don't think it was an accident. I think he knew what it, he was doing. It says missiles, yes or no. And he clicks yes. That, yeah, but he doesn't... You have to understand that he's been pressing yes and no in one of the previous pages for hours in his job. Yeah, Just I saw that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, well, that's the connection. I saw that, but when you see missiles, you might give it another read. It, it, but he wasn't reading it. That's the that's what we're trying to say. He wasn't okay. paying any attention to it. I think there's a little just, bit more to this character. I think I th that you're reading <laughs> far more into it than there really is, to be fair. Uh, maybe you're not reading enough into it. You only design the character, but do you, does that mean that you know everything about them? Like when, like J.K. Rowling didn't know Dumbledore was gay when she wrote it, and then she waits till afterwards, and then, boom, there he is. Yeah, my characters don't get that much time to develop. You know this; they're, they're going to be dead in a minute, so it's fine. Uh, wait, does no one else survive? Because like, his like he's there at the end. Spoilers for everyone, everyone: cover your ears if you haven't read the comic yet. But he's there at the end and the missiles are happening behind him. He's lived. So doesn't everyone in the office survive? No, no. He's about to die. You just see it before the shot, the shockwave of the missiles hits him. Oh. Everyone is dead. Everyone will die. But there's, there's like a happy cookie sitting right there. I, just I know. That's the, because the, the comic really is kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know, the him in the office is kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it's the songs that where all the deep and meaningful stuff happen. So, you know, it's not really depressing. It's no. just a little bit okay. depressing. Okay. And one last question. What is your favorite biscuit? Because there's a lot from here. And, I uh, actually don't eat biscuit. I don't like I don't like to eat biscuits. I'll be honest. There's too I much sugar in them. You was eating one at the start of the show, right? No, no. I'm eating a corn cake. Corn cake. It is a cake of corn. <laughs> or what, like rice sweet cake. corn? No, like a rice cake. Oh my god, what? Why? Because they're tasty. And, you know, when you get older, you have to snack on stuff that won't make you really fat. That's just the way it is. You're too young uh, to understand corn uh, cakes. Uh, Your time will I, come. Uh, uh, Your time so will come. custard creams. 
No. If I had to say anything, it would be some kind of cookie. What, what jammy dodger? Does that? Oh, actually, actually, we had some ginger Parkers the other day. Ginger Parker, which is a a very heavy ginger, so a soft gingery cookie from uh, Yorkshire, yeah, and it was great. So that's probably my favorite biscuit. There you go. I like a digestive. All right, here we um, go. <laughs> here we go. Nick, the site from Orbit. Um, Galina, thanks. Thank you for coming on the show yeah, no i hope it's not been Thank too you, painful for you no no just Re painful enough <laughs> good <laughs> don't want it to be painless but no it's it's been lovely talking to you i really enjoyed the album i hope it goes on to do really well thank you and, very much and hopefully i'll be there to see your christmas show yeah let's do it let's do it let's do it <laughs> doing a duet now <laughs> nuke the site from orbit here we go Show sure.